useful. It's been a while, hasn't it? It's been more than a while. It's been a lot longer than I meant it to be. But I've had a hell of a lot going on. So, but I come to you now in the aftermath of everything. And now I can use my podcast to just draw a line and maybe take you on a journey with me over the next few months in however long this podcast keeps going for. I'm obviously not going to talk about it, <laughs> but um, so my best friend of 22 years, Catherine, lost her fight with cancer on the 18th of September 2021 and yesterday we had her funeral I was a pallbearer I was absolutely delighted to be asked to be a pallbearer honestly and I made her an arrangement as well on the 15th of September Greg had um, well obviously that whole week she went into hospital obviously I was at the end of her phone the usual when Cathy goes to hospital is that um, I keep my phone on every single night at all times I keep my phone on in case she has to call or somebody has to call and no I don't always need I don't always um, have anybody call me in the middle of the night or text me if I do it's usually her because she can't sleep she's in pain or so but it's not all the time but this time it was just different she went in after this chemo that she'd had this aggressive chemo and she um, didn't come out and I'm absolutely heartbroken I can't even explain how many times I've gone to text her every day because we did text every day sometimes through the day but there was no time when I didn't even hear from her and even through the toughest times of our lives together we still we still were friends even through the really tough time and there was a couple of them but you know that the tough times weren't always actually about me and her they were actually because of men (laughs) both of us at one point had bad relationships and we still managed to be friends through those two and as I reflect on things I I realise that I always knew what we had was something really unique I don't have any friends like that because Cathy I didn't have to second guess her. I didn't have to think that she had some prerogative 
all she ever came at me with was just pure love and friendship. And the last few hours that I spent with her were just... just in my mind, you know. Forever, like absolutely forever. I'll absolutely treasure like her face when she saw me coming in. She was just so drowsy she was so poorly but her eyes still lit up when she saw me and I have a story um Kathy was always the person that if I wanted to do anything risky I knew every single other person would say no Jade don't be so silly but I knew if I asked her she would always big me up and g me up and one time I said to her should I get my nipples pierced half an hour later I had my nipples pierced because I made the mistake of asking her what I should do. <coughs> but this time, I said to her a few weeks before she'd gone in, I said, what do you think about um, me getting a septum ring? And she was like, do it, do it, it's gonna look amazing. The next day, Amazon delivered fake septum rings to my house. <laughs> Because that's what she did. Like she would, she would just send stuff to my house, and um, so I tried them on. And they looked amazing, and she thought they looked amazing, and everybody did. And then she went into hospital, and I sort of was like running out of things to do to occupy my mind. And I thought, no, no, I want to go and get that symptom done now. Actually, yeah, one life. Fuck it. Kathy's struggling in her life. I'm going to get it. She'll love it. I got it. And then things went downhill really quick. And Greg had texted me. And I said, oh, if you speak to her. Because she used to text every day, even when she was in. And if she was too ill, she'd just send hearts. And if she perked up, she'd send sentences. So there'd been a bit of that where she just randomly texted me, um, saying, she, what did she say? Dude, because um, I've got to have a buzz cut, can you look on Pinterest and send me a bunch of buzz cuts? So I sent him that. But anyway, so I texted her and I was like, tell her that I've had it done, if she's awake. And she, he texted me and he said, Oh, brilliant, she'll love that. She was photoshopping septum rings onto your face. <laughs> to this day, I have no idea what what she, what photo of mine was she using. Anyway, when I was in hospital, um, and I said, hey, bitch, it's me. I love you. And she, her eyes lit up. And I pulled my mask down and said, I did it. And her eyes lit up and looked at me again. And I just, I just really realised how sick she was, and that this was it genuinely was the end. Like I know that I knew it was the end, but <laughs> I did say to her, "What the fucking photos are you been using of my face?" <laughs> I was really lucky because even though she couldn't really talk anymore. I said to her, I said, I love you. And she said it back. 
and I just and lots of people have reached out to me online over the last few weeks or so wanting to talk about it even today people texting me like wanting to tell me how awful it was and so not really I don't think people realise that every single day when someone is in your life for that long she wasn't we weren't just friends I've never ever had a bond like that with anybody from day one that we met when I saw that fucking massive smile of hers do you know she could fit her fist in her mouth <laughs> a whole fist <laughs> she did it quite a few times <laughs> but you know like when I saw her we instantly became friends instantly she's so cool in her leather jacket she had this grey leather jacket and I had a Mary Quan leather suede jacket and we used to walk around town thinking we were fucking cool as hell we was to be honest we were cool we'd go to ridiculous things we'd drink we used to go to the corner shop and drink um, this really terrible wine as we're walking up the road to go into town when we were only 17 we shouldn't really go anywhere But we would go, we'd do things like go to 70s nights and stuff. Like we dressed up. We was cool. We didn't give a fuck about anybody else. We did not care. But I realised that I genuinely don't have any friends like that. None. She was my best friend. And I feel absolutely lost. I kind of sometimes I feel I feel like this is a joke. I'll never forget when she came up during COVID um, and nobody could see each other but she was in a bubble with her family because they weren't seeing anybody So, but I couldn't be in that bubble because I mixed with hundreds of people so and she, she was sitting her sister had knocked on the door because she had a present for me or something and um, I talked to her through her car and I looked I went home and I was like, Kathy, and I was so happy to see her. And then I just started crying and um, and she was crying too and she said to me, Don't worry. She said, Jay, this is just like having diabetes now. 
and you know, when her cancer got worse, because I was planning my wedding, she didn't say a word. She didn't want to spoil it, because that's the sort of person she was. She was so thoughtful, so kind. She never once stabbed me in the back. She's never tried to manipulate me. She's never sat by when people have been abusive. She's always stuck up for me. Unlike some of the friends that were telling me they were friends. She's never abandoned me on a night out. She's never... If I've said to her that I'm depressed, she's always given me time. When I had a suicide attempt a few years ago, she came up from Wales to give me, have a go at me, and tell me that she didn't want me to go anywhere because she loved me and I was her best friend. I promised myself that I wouldn't cry when I made this podcast. But the thing is, I've got so many people contacting me, not realising how close we was. Like, I've got pictures on my phone of every time she was in hospital. She would send me things that anytime she's having treatment, I've got pictures of her in all sorts of machines. I've got pictures of her with the screw she had in her back and before the surgery, after surgery. You know, I've got texts where she's telling me she's in a lot of pain. I've got texts where she's telling me her hair's falling out. I've got my old phone, I've got messages from her, I've got messages from her husband when she was going through chemo the first time, you know, I've got, when you're that close with someone and you're with them, and I couldn't be with them in person, but every day on the phone, to nothing. I don't think I'm going to be able to finish this podcast today. So what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to leave this as in Kathy part one. And if you've come here through um, social media, through Instagram, and you're someone that knows me, please give me the space. I'm not ready to talk about how awful it was and is. Because while you miss her, because she's your friend, rightly so, she's an amazing person. I 100% guarantee you're not going to miss her the same way that I do. Unless you're someone that's close to her as I was. And I'm not trying to be mean, but... I just don't realise, I think people realise. I feel so lucky 
to have someone in my life like that. So lucky. I don't know who I'm going to talk to anymore. I don't know. I don't know. I've got one close friend living in America. She's one of my besties too. Thank God. I've got my husband. I've got my sister. I've got my mum. I've got a couple of other people. But I don't have anybody else. And those people that used to be close to me, I've had to get rid of a lot of them. Because they weren't good good friends or true friends. It's It's as simple as that. And if one of them is listening to this, then sorry, but that's the truth. the one friend that was always, always good to me is the one that I had to say goodbye to yesterday. The one thing I know is that, you know, life still carries on. And to leave this on a good note, my my first lesson that Kathy ever taught me was just how to be a bit more carefree. And I'm gonna do more parts to this. I'm in no rush, so it might be tomorrow, might be in a few days, might be in a week. But I just needed to get a little bit off my chest today. And I would really like everybody to just give me some space. (sighs) And tell your friends you love them, please. Normalise telling your friends that you just love them. Because for 22 years, that person told me every day. All the time. meant the world and I've no doubt in my mind that she she knew exactly how much I loved her I have a lot more to say and I will do but not today I love you sweet everybody